Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey guys, how are you doing today? This is a pretty interesting video, and it comes from the book Labyrinth of Evil, page 70 to 71, chapter 12. Now, this book, for those who don't know, is a Legends book, well, I guess after Disney bought Lucasfilm, is now a Legends book, which takes place between episode 2 and episode 3. Now, while I like to cover theories, this one isn't my own. This one comes from Anakin Skywalker himself, as he considers what his life might have been like if the Jedi had never found him. I'm going to go over an excerpt from the James Lucena book, Labyrinth of Evil, and as said before, this is the direct prequel to Revenge of the Sith, or at least it was before. So a little bit of a rundown for you guys before we get to the quote from the book, Anakin and Obi-Wan are on the hunt for the secret identity of the mysterious Sith Lord that Dooku answers to. So, while Obi-Wan and Yoda went off to discuss their next moves, Anakin remained behind the guard over a clue they had uncovered in their search for the Dark Lord. Viceroy Newt Gunray's Mechno-Chair, which the Nemoidian uses to communicate to Darth Sidious with. But while he watches over the Sith technology, the young Jedi's mind begins to wander as a remark, meant to be a joke by Obi-Wan earlier, had stung more than Anakin would like to admit. Maybe Qui-Gon should have left you at Watto's junk shop. Obi-Wan's little joke, but the words had stung for some reason, probably because of Anakin's own musings about what might have become of him had the Jedi not been forced to land on Tatooine to find a replacement part for Padme's starship. It wasn't hard to imagine himself stuck in Mos Espa, with his mom, with C-3PO, without the bright shell he now wore. No. At nine years of age, he had been an expert pod racer. By 21, he would have been a galactic champion. With or without Qui-Gon's or Watto's help, he would have eventually have won the Bunta Eve race, and his reputation would have been made. He would have bought freedom for himself, his mother, all the slaves in Mos Espa, gone on to win the grand races on Malastair, been hailed in the gambling casinos on Ord Mantell and Coruscant. He wouldn't have become a Jedi, he would have been too old to train, would never have learned to wield a lightsaber, but he would have been able to fly rings around the finest of Jedi pilots, including Sazy Tim, and he still would have been stronger in the Force than any of them. He might never have met Padme. He had thought her an angel, arrived on Tatooine from the moons of Lego. A playful remark on his part, but not as entirely innocent as it had sounded. Even so, to her, he was just a funny little boy. Padme didn't know that this precocity wasn't limited to his skill for building and fixing things. He had an uncanny sense for knowing what was going to happen, a certainty that he would become celebrated. He was different chosen long before the Jedi Order had bestowed the title. Mythical beings came to him, angels and Jedi, and he excelled in contests in which humans weren't even meant to participate. And yet, even with an angel and Jedi for guests in his home, 
he hadn't divined the sudden departure from Tatooine, the Jedi training, his marriage. He was no longer the funny little boy, but Padme remained his angel. A vision of her broke his reverie. Something had changed, his heart filled with longing for her. Even through the Force, he couldn't clarify what he was feeling. He simply knew that he should be with her, that he should be there to protect her. He flexed his artificial hand. Remain in the living Force, he told himself. A Jedi didn't dwell in the past. A Jedi surrendered attachment to persons and things that passed out of his or her life. A Jedi didn't fantasize or think what if. And that's where it ends. So. What do you guys think? Obviously, what if scenarios don't exist in Star Wars, or at least they shouldn't exist for Jedi. So, this part where it says something that changed and suddenly left Anakin longing for Padme, I think this is the first time the Force begins to reveal to him the vision of his wife's death. Now, it's a common fan theory that Palpatine planted this vision in his head, which might be true, but I also feel like it was destiny for him to turn into Darth Vader. We also get an insight to his self-confidence, which then gradually transforms into outright arrogance with the whole mythical beings, angels, and Jedi coming to him because of how unique he is. But is it arrogance if it's true? I mean, Padme might not be an actual angel, but she was the queen of an entire planet. The Jedi are mythical in their way, and Anakin is the literal chosen one. That stuff will go to your head, and especially coupled with having more midichlorians than any other Jedi, even Grandmaster Yoda, it's no wonder he was sure of his powers. But what I found to be the most interesting was Anakin's musings on what his life might have been if Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan had never arrived on Tatooine. Do you agree with him? Is that how you think it might have gone? What about the Clone Wars? Would Anakin have enlisted? Would he have fought for the Republic or the Separatists? I can see him joining the Separatists having grown up on Tatooine and knowing firsthand that the Republic has allowed slavery to continue in the Outer Rim regions, feeling ignored and disenchanted with the galactic government. He could have decided to join the cause of the Confederacy of Independent Systems, a celebrity pilot who joins the war effort. Dooku would take notice of him and sense his strength in the Force. He would either make Anakin an acolyte, like Asajj Ventress, or perhaps his secret apprentice to help him overthrow Sidious, who would then probably take side of Anakin and be like, well, this kid's mine now. That would be pretty cool. Let me know if you want me to turn that into a fan fiction. I think it would be pretty fun. And what's actually interesting about this is that Luke wanted to be a pilot. So it just shows that Anakin had the same fantasy and dream. And where would it have ended up Anakin if he actually had become a pilot? Would he have been that noticed by Dooku or someone else? And the same can be said about Luke and the Empire. Let me know down below what you think of all of this. Do you think Anakin would have turned to the dark side had he just gone on to become a pilot? Or would he just be a famous pilot? There's one thing we can take away from this, and that's the fact that he really wanted to save all of the slaves from his home, including his mother. And that's something that he wanted to do, whether he was a Jedi or just some famous pilot. But alas, he never got to. And all of this went hand in hand with his own fall to the dark. See you guys in the next video. Thanks for watching. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.